As hilarious as that music may sound, it is not how I want to kick off my podcast. Welcome to the Michael Aldrich Comedy Podcast. It's going to be so much fun where he makes humor of himself and the many things in New York City. Oh, and by the way, this is not the voice of Bruno. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Michael Oldroyd Comedy Podcast, episode 78. This is actually going to be a unique episode because I have an interesting update for you guys. I am a single man. (laughs) I'm a single man, and I have invited my now ex-girlfriend onto the show. So let's just digest that for a second, because I know that's kind of random and big news, and I'm actually not lying, I'm not joking. Uh, (laughs) So my girlfriend, her name's Jessica, I'm not going to say her last name, just to continue to preserve her anonymity, she's not on any social media or anything, she she likes to do that to be mysterious. That's not why I do it. I agree, you should come back and sit down on the chair so you're next to the (laughs) microphone. Alright, so yeah, I'm, uh, we broke up, what, maybe ten days ago, right? Yeah, so Jessica and I, uh, we broke up. We're still living together. She's moving out in a couple of days. She's moving to the... To I, Wednesday. 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 Well, are you, you need to stop walking around. I'm trying to find We're something. We're doing a podcast right now. I know. I'm trying to find something. Okay. I'll be... I'll just okay, guys. So, <laughs> stay Don't tuned for Jessica's uh, uh, presence uh, in so just, just a few keep moments. Going. Yeah, I, I, I am. I'm, I, don't, I don't need you to tell me how to run my podcast. I appreciate that. Um, but uh, yeah things are good I hope everyone's doing well Uh, you know as far as what's going on in the world I actually don't know (laughs) sorry I know that's like the first quarter of my podcast but I I haven't been watching the news this week I hope everything's cool I don't know Um, some people are running for president you know Uh, they're getting ready for some elections or something in, in a year or two when is the election? 2020. Right now it's 2019, which means that we're about a year and whatever away from, from the election. So so that's one thing that's going on in the world. That's my only update for what's going on in the world this week. And I, Again, I, I apologize if you're looking for more. Uh, as far as what's going on in the world of comedy, uh, well, I, you know... I, I I think the only thing that This is horrible <laughs> I think the only thing that I know your, is going your on your update on what's going on in the world is there's an election do you have any coming updates? up I'm sorry guys I didn't have I didn't take the time to do research before this because I I just wanted to get started it's it's 12 13 a.m. and you know I don't think you guys really care. It's not like you don't read the news, and I don't think anybody's listening to the Michael Oldroyd comedy. He doesn't read <laughs> Nobody listens to this podcast to get their news updates, exactly. you know? So I don't think anyone gives a shist. Uh, as far as what's going on in the world of comedy, the only thing that I have to say at this very moment is Bill Burr is in New York for the summer, from what I hear, uh, and he... Uh, he's doing. He's dropping in on on places. Well, not from what you hear, you saw. Him. Oh yeah, I did see him. You're right. I saw him last night. We crossed paths near the comedy cellar, and I saw the lady from uh, Crashing. You know, like the the um, 
like the super important lady. I should probably know her name. <laughs> now I look like a buffoon. Like the one who does the interviews. To like she's the one that decides who, who like, like gets in at the comedy cellar. Yeah. I don't know what that position I feel, would be. I feel like it makes me look bad for. All right. Uh, anyway, um, I did see her. We made eye contact, and now would she be called the Booker? Is that the Booker or not? Yeah, the booker? she's the or Booker. The and the, she's like the gatekeeper, the Booker, the CEO, the well, CEO. I don't. But uh, just the. Um, I don't know who she is. I, she's I don't the, know what she's she the the um, the head of the. I know like what character you're talking about on Crashing, but I don't know what. If I saw her, I would never know who the heck she was. I should have when I saw her. I what I should have done is I should have just ripped off all my clothes and been wearing my American flag thong and just started dancing to like techno music and be like, hey, can I get a spy here sometime? <laughs> I know that, that that's not how it works there. I, I was hoping that you'd maybe giggle at that. Well, but that could be, I mean, that could ruin your career in one instant. Like, you know, there's, like, people, like, that, you know that table at the, the comedy cellar in the, be- like, that I booth know, area? I know, I know. There's right, a corner. No, there's, like, a corner, and there's always, I, I, like, I don't it's always on, packed I don't with, plan like, on doing that. Just okay. <laughs> Anyway, let's 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 talk, Jessica. You know, how you doing? I'm doing well. Jessica, how come you're off the grid? The, the, the viewers oh. want to know why. You know, it, it's. I think it's cool because it creates mystery anytime. Well, you said that's why she doesn't. When you were saying earlier, that's what you said that I do it because I like to be mysterious. But that's not why. I I, I know that that's not your intention. It's just a byproduct of it, right? So the fact that you're not on social media does make you more mysterious. Um, to them, not to me. <laughs> to, the, to the whole world. Uh, I feel like some people for the last year really only had my word to take that I was in a relationship, you know? And uh, for all they know, you may not have existed. But this is a testament Unless you're an actress that I'm paying to pose as my now ex-girlfriend, which you're not. Uh, but yeah, so why do you not use the social media apps? Uh, I just, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I just don't like it. I don't know. I, I, yeah. Well, this is I, a great... I just, I'm not into it. I don't know. I don't... Yeah. I respect that. You're you're like Kanye West in that way, well, like right? Like anybody who I care to know about their lives, I know that already because I talk to them like on a daily or weekly basis or something. I yeah. Don't, like anybody else, um, I don't know. And it's like I feel like it's flooded with like information and stuff that I like don't care about at all. Yeah. Well, you know what that reminds me of is we were watching this Kanye West. Uh, and also, I just like to live my life. Like, I don't want to stop a moment and be like, let's take a picture. And then it becomes like to post to like social media. And then it becomes like you're just like chasing like a photo, like for like gratification the, of life. Like, just it's all about like the photo to put on social media to get the likes, like to make your life look cool. Like, it all becomes all about that, and you forget about, like, you stop, like, having fun. It's like you don't, like, enjoy the moment. Like, I remember this, I mean, this isn't, like, 
I remember even in college, like I hated when people would be like, "Wait, everyone, stop! Let's take a picture." Like I hated it. Yeah. Like and you didn't want to disrupt like that was the... years ago, and it's like worse now. I just it's. Yeah, well, it reminds me. We were watching this Kanye West um, interview, the David Letterman series. What is it? Um. What's it called? My guest. Uh, needs no introduction or something yeah yeah my next guest needs no introduction with david letterman it's his new series uh it's it's the second season second season so jessica's a huge fan of kanye west she's always liked him a lot uh and we were watching this very intriguing episode i I recommend it jessica fell asleep three-fourths of the way through so maybe she doesn't recommend it but there was one part where kanye is a very unique uh person as we all know right uh, and whether you agree, I don't. I don't know if anybody out there agrees with a hundred percent of anyone's opinions, let alone Kanye's. But what I do like is getting a screenshot into his mind, and I find anybody who's honest extremely entertaining, right? Any uh, anybody who speaks their own truth, even if it's like completely out of touch with reality or the world that the rest of us live in, it is very intriguing and, and entertaining. And one of one of the things that Kanye said is that his power he feels is not his ability to influence but the ability to not be influenced so i think that you and kanye west have a connection when it comes to what did he say he said in the interview uh your um your power is your influence and he said no my power is my ability to not be influenced yeah, that's exactly like what I just said. Oh, really? Yeah. Sorry. No problem. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh, sorry. No problem. <laughs> I just, like, um, I'm drinking some wine, and I don't. Re- I didn't realize I'm already three-fourths of the way down with that bottle. <laughs> yeah. Maybe slow down so that we can, you know, kind of mix it up in this podcast. <laughs> no problem. Um, so, so, Jessica... So yeah, we, we broke up recently, and I'm sure people are are wondering why. So you're the one who broke up with me. Why don't you tell me why you broke up with me? Tell the world why you broke up with Michael Oldroyd. Oh, um... Gosh. Um... I think that... Can you speak up a little bit? I, uh... lot of reasons I don't know I don't this is like I didn't know that this was like a therapy episode (laughs) oh I'm not doing it for my therapy I'm doing it for the entertainment of the listeners this is not for me I guess it is for me this is my podcast but um but the the material here is for the enjoyment and entertainment and I just need to um go out and find myself yeah yeah I think that that's cool. I, I we one of the analogies that we've used in some way, shape, or form is that when we first kind of met, we used the analogy that you know you kind of like had a broken wing, right? Like if we had, you know, Jessica when I met her in some ways was like a, a wounded bird, and I, <laughs> I I nursed her back to health, and now that she's at a hundred percent capacity. Now she's having the desire to fly away and, you know, 
go uh, go enjoy the terrain that the world has to offer. And I am 100% supportive of that and excited. And uh, I'm going to do some flapping of my own wings. Yeah. You know? I think that I I don't want to say that we've been a distraction to each other because that's a that's a negative like word, um, and I don't think that either of us would say that we like it's been a, a bad distraction like that we regret it. But I feel like I need to like step back and like be on my own to really like figure out like some parts of my life like career and stuff and I I feel like I just I've just been coasting and I won't do it if I'm just arrested like I don't know and you you say the same thing like when I'm when I, as soon as I move out you're like I'm finally going to be able to focus more on comedy <laughs> like, well not finally going to be able to but I will be focusing I mean I've always been focused on comedy throughout our relationship but what I mean is there are nights when when I'm not booked that it's easier for me to stay in and just sit here and watch like comedy stuff on TV with you and try to cuddle with you and then have you just push me away <laughs> uh, but when you move out here I'll be taking those nights and spending them by hanging out in the comedy scene right so I, I was out last night you know I performed last night uh, and it's just a, like when I do go out in the scene on the nights that I'm not booked, uh, it, it, I realize, wow, there, there's a benefit to, to this hangout and seeing familiar faces and reconnecting with some people that I wouldn't necessarily speak with on a day-to-day -day basis. So, what's up? Did you pass gas? <laughs> no, I burped. Oh my gosh, it smells <laughs> rancid. I'm sorry. Terrible. Well, let's talk about uh, let's talk about some other stuff, huh? <laughs> what do you want to talk about? I feel like it's people may think it's weird that we're doing a podcast after the breakup, but we should let people know that we have been on excellent terms since breaking up. Yeah. Is that something you've already gone over as well? well? Did I miss that at all? So I'm sorry, I tune him out a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, we we kind of scratched the surface of it, but to give it a full throttle on that, um, I'm going to say that we definitely, I think our, our interaction toward each other has improved since we've broken up. And it is ironic considering that we're still living together, but... Uh, well, I, we don't have a choice. We have no other, like, we don't, we have to live to, like, we still have to, we're forced to still be around each other because because we live together. Well, in I one think you were forced to be around me. Where else would be? <laughs> oh, good point. Okay. You're forced to be around me. But uh, I'm, I'm going to be here no matter what. Um, nevertheless, though, I... Um, I think that our, our, our interaction toward each other has definitely gotten better. Like, as soon as we broke up, we went out and played miniature golf last weekend. We broke up, and the weekend we broke I don't even remember the day it was, whether it was Thursday or Friday or whatever, but I feel like we 
we broke up and then within like 24 hours like began like this like like extravaganza like fun like weekend like, <laughs> it was like a celebration that we were like we were like so excited that we had like meal after meal after drinks yeah. after drinks like <laughs> Like happy hour, like um, let's get oysters, like let's drop two fifty on just oysters at Chelsea Market <laughs> on a whim, um, and then like I think and we then had get sex. Rid- and oh, then rid- <laughs> I think we had sex for like the first time <laughs> in a long time after we in broke like, up <laughs> in like three months. Literally. Three months. I think. That's so ridiculous. Um, that's so outrageous, you know. And it's been, yeah, it's been. I think it's been great. We've, yeah, we have. <laughs> Thank we you had for breaking up with me, Jessica. Hey, I appreciate you breaking <laughs> up with me. You know what I mean? Like, this is great. <laughs> um, I. It'll be fun. To, you're going to the Hamptons for the summer, obviously. Um. And Fourth of July is coming up, so we st- I still don't know what your plans are for the fourth. I don't know what my plans I don't are. Have any plans. We might hang out, we might not, you know, like there's no way to know. Um there's no way to know. I didn't realize how soon it was. The fourth? Yeah. Do you remember that last year on the fourth that was my first time visiting yeah. you? I came down to the Hamptons to visit you. I know. And you you know what you know what happened then? <laughs> I don't have those kind of nights anymore. I know. <laughs> you know what I was telling my mom today? I was like, I was telling her that you make me laugh harder. Well, first of all, I was talking about how hard you make me laugh just by being yourself. Like, and everyone like also laughs. Like, you came to my comedy show last week and you were like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel in the way that, like, the attention just like gets like put on you and like it is just naturally funny, right? So there's a couple of points, but. Uh, I forgot what my original thought was. What was I going to say? You were telling your mom something today. About you? About. How you make me laugh? Yeah. But I feel like it wasn't that. It was something else. There was something that triggered that thought. I don't know, but this is a problem with you. It's the the CTE, Jessica. What's CTE? Oh, your head thing from football. Yeah. He forgets things a lot. He like has to write things down. He. Okay, go ahead. You, you can bash me. You can I'm bash me. <laughs> you can... I'm not bashing you. I'm not bashing you. What did you say? No, I'm just kidding. Um. No. Um. Yeah, we. It, it's funny. I was just telling. I was telling my mom how you, you cracked me up. You know. Um. Something about the Fourth of July last year triggered that thought, but. Can I tell them when we during during the breakup, he was we had a conversation and I we were both like I was gonna go first and say you know all of the reasons or like problems. We were gonna I, have a one year review of our yeah relationship. yeah all the problems I had or like issues or whatever things I like wanted him to things I wanted him to improve on and then he was gonna go next so I go and like 10 seconds in he's like wait wait hold on I gotta get my computer and he takes his computer out opens it and he's like okay start over 
and I start talking again from the beginning and he's like rapidly typing like through this like 20 minute conversation like not even looking up like it's like going crazy on the keyboard because like he's afraid like he just can't apparently listen and retain the information and speak back um so then I stop speaking and he's like okay so let me get this straight you don't like how I and then just starts like reading from his computer like he's a, like a robot and yeah. like <laughs> well and I, I always make fun of you for having to like take notes and do stuff like that but you did just forget what you were gonna well, say well I've worked so hard this is gonna this is actually very deep we talked about mental psyche and a little bit with the Kanye West stuff and even his own mental health and this I don't think this this doesn't bring up a mental health issue. Maybe it does. I don't know. But um, I've trained my mind to live in the moment, right, and to not think too much. So as a result, no, 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 hear me out. As a result of that, I have decided to outsource my memory so that my brain capacity can be more focused on living in the moment. Does that make sense? Wait, living in the moment. Well, in the moment, if someone's speaking, can you not retain that? I like, mean, can you not I, live in on, the moment and like? I think it's a ha- it's it's been a habit that I've created. But I don't understand live in the moment. What what does that mean to you? Like live in the moment. More reactive, right? Okay, but living in the moment does that mean just blocking out us like people's no voice? No, it's important to listen to what people have to say. Um, and respond accordingly but as far as filing stuff to memory which shouldn't have to be like something you actively do I mean some things take more work to to file it away to memory but what I do is I don't worry about filing stuff into my memory I I outsource I I outsource my memory to a hard drive well okay maybe I don't know but I feel like I I, I feel like I've switched my brain to, to living in the moment because to be successful, you cannot overthink it. You have to live in the moment. You have to, like, impulsively No, but react. there's a difference between over... Like, there's... Between overthinking things and just thinking through things. Like, overthinking yeah. and just thinking. Like, <laughs> someone talking. Yeah. You know, like, listen to them. Yeah, what listening. they have to say and then respond. Yeah, look them in the eyes, you know. But yeah. you, it goes. <laughs> I, I, I hear what you're saying. I appreciate that. You know, I'm listening. So let's uh, let's let's keep going. What what else uh, has been fun in? What else has? In this, Ian. Okay, we were talking about the review of our relationship. So Jessica, I I typed up all these notes, and as I tried to go through each bullet point that I took, which I took great notes by the way, and she didn't appreciate that at all. But I in wanted my, he missed all of the main points I was trying. Well, to. that's what she claims, even though I took notes word for word. So you're what you're. We couldn't have taken wor- notes word well, for word. I, I I'm a very good uh, paraphraser. I understand communication, so like I, I received the the words that you were saying and I paraphrased them properly <laughs> um, apparently I didn't <laughs> apparently I missed the point according to her um, but I didn't even get a chance to s- go over my concerns or my things because 
as soon as I addressed the point, we started fighting. One, she's telling me that I'm missing the point. Two, you know, um, you know, it just, it just, we couldn't, we couldn't even get through my responses on the feedback, which means that we never finished our annual review and <laughs> we just broke up. <laughs> Couple days later. Yeah, but I think things are going really well. You know, like. Hey, if I don't see you, just keep trucking, you know? <laughs> that was a line from a Will Ferrell movie when uh, him and his wife broke well, up. Well, I have my stuff. Do you remember Do you remember that line in, in Will Ferrell when him and his wife broke up? And Which movie you said in Will Ferrell? What it movie? was old school. Like, oh, his I wife mean, dumped him. She, like, divorced him because he was, he joined because that fraternity. He, because he ran through the streets. Maybe. Yeah, like that whole thing. And then he saw her at some funeral, like... <laughs> and he's like great to see you and he's like yeah everything going well and she's like yeah and he's like well if I don't see you keep on trucking yeah. <laughs> that's kind of you know we just got a positive warm vibe toward each other it's all good you know it's all love you know so I like this weekend I'm so I'm leaving on Tuesday or Wednesday and this weekend I kind of I mean I moved out in a way I like I took all my stuff and I sectioned off a, a, a like place in the closet and I've like stored all my stuff so like when I come back for the summer um, oh we forgot to say so your lease expires in August so I'm when after the summer I'm moving out Apartment. She's gonna. So I'm like leaving, she's using me. I'm leaving some stuff here. <laughs> she gets a free. It's like uh, a teeny corner of the closet. It's like it's oh, nothing. No, it's half of the closet. No, it's uh, not. So and her stuff is gonna be here, and if I ever have any girls over, no, I, I'm gonna have to explain why. No, it's it's in the closet. It's it's in the closet in the corner of the closet. There's nothing. I mean, there's pictures on the wall. I said. You said you wanted to leave the pictures up. I said I was going to take the pictures down. What are you going to do with them? Well, I was going to just take the frames, but... Well, you're going to disassemble the no, pictures? No, no, I'll leave them. If you want them, I'll leave them, but but you said well, you... You're going to, like, return the but frames? But if, if you have girls over, they're going to see the pictures uh, so of, you're doing me of you and I over, like, going in your closet and seeing my small corner. So, so you're going to do me a favor by taking those down? No, so no, I'm going to leave them. If you want them, you can have them. I'm going to leave them. Yeah. That was my gift. Thanks. Well, Anyway, I'm going to take duct tape and I'm going to make a crisscross across the walls my section of the closet so that nobody can touch. It's like a it's like a a crime scene where they like tape yeah, off stuff. Yeah, I'm not going to do like do not enter. I'm not yeah, I'm not going to do like caution tape. I'm going to just get duct tape. Well, and as I long as you and don't I destroy called, the inside of my closet. I called uh, I was talking to my friend and I was like I'm worried that we're going to get in a fight over the summer something's going to happen. And he's gonna like throw all my stuff out the window or like into the hall or something. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I'll uh, I'll be respectful to your things in the closet. Oh. Well, um. Is that it? For the whole podcast? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean. How long has it been? It's been twenty-eight minutes. Oh, I, good. So thirty-minute episode, right? Well, I think it's. We don't have to keep it right at 30. I think there's a... I want 
I may as well share the compliment that I gave you today when we were on Stove Street with the listeners, unless you think that that's too personal. If you'd like to hold that to yourself. I don't mind. Are you sure? Well, you said it, not me. Well, um, if you guys listened to episode 77, it was the divine episode. You know, 7-7 seven, seven is a significant number. Uh, Jessica is religious. In fact, I think she's more religious than I am because... The way I define being religious is, like, holding to the strict doctrine of something, right? Like, Je- Jessica went to Catholic school. She's a believer in Je- in, in JC, you know? And uh, I'm a little bit more, like, conceptual with my beliefs in spirituality, which is I, I believe in love. To me, that is that is God. But, but they align... They align in so, in so many ways. Whatever. I gave her this this compliment today, <clears throat> that I you know I, I work so hard and I and I labor so hard to to uh, to create laughter and to like develop my ability to perfect this craft and of bringing laughter, which I'm continuing to hone and get better at. And I feel that maybe for all the efforts that I've put in to bringing laughter toward others, in some ways God maybe rewarding me by bringing you into my life because you bring me so much laughter you know like I don't think I have ever met another girl that makes me laugh more than you that's so nice yeah you like that yeah that's nice <laughs> yeah well it's it's very true it's um well last week whenever we were at danger fields uh, I had an audition and Jessica came to support me and there were some, some other people that came out to support which was much appreciated and of course uh, as as the comedians are going up they're interacting and uh, Jessica always becomes an easy target in life and not in a bad way in a good way like she's bubbly and fun and she uh, she will interact with anybody and, and like genuinely enjoy the intera- interaction for what it is right uh, you yeah. like you just like people you like to you're fascinated by them and oh, you, yeah. I like you, to know people's stories and uh, anyway so the comedians are interacting with her and, and the first the first thing you notice if you don't know her, her is her voice naturally right her voice is very unique and uh, the com- the comedians were having so much fun with her, and she was a great sport. But it re- it did remind me of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel in some ways, in a in a different type of humor. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel kind of just gets up in there, and she rants about stuff, which is very funny because she's being honest and it's her own life and her perspective. Jessica doesn't have to rant. I think she just lives life, and it's so it's so fun, and it's so entertaining to watch. And uh, the comedians were were having a great time with her uh, and it was fun it, it, it made the show does that make sense yeah no that's so nice of you to say all that I feel like I'm not being um, that fun during this episode so I, I think feel you're, bad. you're a little docile right now I'm just like, from the alcohol I'm, I'm just like really chill and like yeah kind of you're just you're just a little docile a little docile you know um but the, Jessica the, could the, the, what, what's the guy what's what would his name oh yeah be? JJ no, no, the, um, no, I'm talking about the, the hostess, like the old man. Yeah. There was this at, at, uh, Dangerfield. Dangerfield. Yeah. 
this old man in like this like red like tuxedo like type of thing he's yeah. like seating everybody and um he you could tell he's like been with the club for like years decades like, yeah. at least 30 years I think. yeah um you know, like he, he, he's like 80 something you know like very kind of slow just um, don't say anything negative about him I'm not okay. Okay. Oh, I have okay. nothing okay. negative to okay. say um but I I don't even know how how it got started but I mean I don't I, I strike up conversations with everybody but I got into a conversation with this with this this man and he was having me he was so proud of like these YouTube clips that he was been featured in like when Dangerfields has been featured in like these news news bits or whatever and I guess he's like in the background or he like has been interviewed for like a couple seconds and he was like showing me all of them and I just um like I could tell that he was like genuinely appreciative of like me standing there like listening to him and like I really did think it was amazing that like he's been there for so long and he's like been in these like and I don't know I feel like I thought like, I, I thought you guys were gonna have sex. I, <laughs> we left, <laughs> so like everyone left. The show ended, and like we stayed after, and people all trickled out, and I feel like we 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 actually we literally were the last we we were the last ones to leave, and this old man. I feel so bad calling him an old man, but he really. I mean, he was like it was eighty some. I mean, you have, yeah. like I don't. He, um, Mike is like third wheel, like just kind of like following us in the background because like we're <laughs> yeah, talking, show. we're like we're show. talking, and like, now I'm waiting for and, like, them to I'm like I'm listening to him. I'm and literally standing around like a bumbling idiot, he, like so she's like oh or what? He, like, like you guys get a fortune or what? He like leaves the club and he like grabs his like this like lunch pail and his like little plastic bag and like takes it in. We like leave the club and he grabs this whole like ring of keys, like fifty keys on it, and he like locks up. Like he literally <laughs> locks up the bar and we're the last ones to leave and Mike is just hanging, dangling around in the background, like not saying anything but like lurking, like confused, yeah, like I, I didn't know what was going and on. I, <laughs> And he was, I was like, like, is Jessica attracted to this guy? Like, he like took me to sit down on I mean, these on these benches, like by like a grocery store across the street or something. He was like waiting for the bus, I guess. I don't remember. Yeah. And I, Mike was across the street waiting, and the guy and I were just looking at YouTube clips of Dangerfields, where like he was like in the background, and he was just so proud and. I didn't want, I felt so bad to just be like, I gotta go, because he looked to me, I, and maybe this is mean to say, but I felt bad for him, and maybe I shouldn't have, but to me, he was lonely, and again, maybe he's not lonely, I don't know him, (laughs) but um, I felt like I, I didn't, I don't know. Well, that was very nice of you, I think that shows the kindness in your heart. The funny uh, thing is, ever... he actually looked at me and he was like, "Well, 
I don't want to have. Uh, you better not leave your friend waiting. Like it wasn't me. That was oh, like. Really? That was uh, like I gotta go. Cause I don't. You know me. In situations, yeah. sometimes I don't ever know how to say no, or I don't know how yeah. to like. But yeah, that's. I funny. can't imagine what it was like when you were younger and single, and you would just. I I, I see you as like the type of person that will talk to anybody. So I feel like there must have been like thousands of scenarios where you were just like being it friendly with guys at bars. It used to get me into bars. so much trouble. Really? Yeah, it used to get me into. I, I imagine like dudes would just prey on that, right? Well, not necessarily like, but like people that I would talk to, like I literally would talk to, like one example is there was like when I first moved here in East Village, my neighbor across the street, he like, had just gotten out of prison, and I, like, became best friends with him. <laughs> I, he was always out, <laughs> he was always outside smoking cigarettes, and I just was, like, I moved here without a job, so I was always, I was home all day, all the time, just yeah. job searching, looking, and I lived on my, um, uh, fire escape, so I would just sit out there perched out on the fire escape, like, surveying the streets, and, like, I, you know, he would always be on the street smoking a cigarette, and I, like, had so many conversations with him, yeah. like, about life, and he was, he was, like, this super New York guy, like, had a really New York accent, I, a New York accent, I mean, I, I, yeah. don't, I don't do him, yeah. whatever, um, he, uh, wor worked on Wall Street. At one point, at, or still? No, well, at one point, he worked on Wall Street, he made lots of money, and um, he got uh, arrested. He went to prison for insider trading, um, and he used to tell me he was like, "I couldn't stop." He was like, "I once I made like one million. He was like, I couldn't. He was like, I had all these women, and like he talked about like escort life. He used to try and talk because I didn't have a job, and I would like I." This is the thing. I would spill my life to this, like, guy who just got out of prison. Yeah. And he, like, I would be like, oh, man, you know, could get that one real estate interview. And he'd be like, yeah, well, I couldn't see my son today. Like, you know, like, he was like, our lives were so different. But, like, anyway, so he would tell me about how his life was, you know, and how it was, like, how it was so extravagant. He had all this money and then. So and so now he got out of prison. He went from that being a on Wall Street like a banker to oh he was a commodities trader. That's what he was. He's a commodities trader. Um, to now he's a meat butcher in East Village. Wow. Yeah. Did Did you learn anything from him aside from enjoying the stories and don't do insider trading? Um, uh, I don't know if I learned anything from him, uh, because, like, uh, he would, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, I still, like, I can't get these jobs, and he'd be like, he'd call me Jesse. he'd be like, Jesse, you're a beautiful girl, I gotta tell you, these escorts, you should try, like, he would try, <laughs> he would try to get me into stuff, hey, and I know he learned some stuff from me, because I would say stuff, like, he didn't, uh, he wasn't on good terms with like uh, uh, he wasn't talking to his son and like I remember one day he came up to me and he was like he, he after our conversation like I, I talked to my 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 ex-wife and like yeah. you know but it was uh, 
I'm now looking back, this is probably why it didn't work out with me and that uh, roommate, that first roommate of mine, because like, <laughs> I literally will talk to like anybody, like this guy, like. Well, before you, I don't want to stifle that, so think about whatever person that is. Are you talking about a new guy or the jail guy? No, the jail guy. Let's, oh, okay. No, let, let, I, wanna, I don't even want to get into that right now. I don't want to talk about that. Okay. Never mind, never mind. I know more about him. No, no, about what I was about. Well, like, I was just gonna say it sounds like he could have, if you if you did ever wanted to become an escort, he could have been a sufficient pimp. <laughs> 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 he could have coached you. <laughs> oh my god. All right, that's bad. Is that? I mean, I, all right. Sorry if that's inappropriate. Oh no no no! I was like actually I kind of half was listening to what you just said. What did you say? I said a that pimp if, if you wanted him to be your pimp, he could have. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Provided some coaching and some guidance. I was never seriously going to take him up on that. Yeah. But, anyway, that was a long story for uh, just an example of, I guess, how I talk to anybody. Yeah, and you were about to say something about somebody else. Was there another? Oh, no, 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 I was going to. Hold off on that? Okay. How about um, one of the things that I think is most intriguing about my Jekka is what I call her. Jekka? That's what she's in my phone as, is my Jekka. Uh, <laughs> uh, our nicknames are Jek and Meek, right? Jekka and Meek. Uh, like Meek Loesch. Uh, long story short, I, I think I've talked about on the podcast how I became Meek Loesch. But without getting into that, one of the things about Jessica that I find very fascinating, hilarious, and uh, just kind of a unique part of her person. There's no way to really define this chick, to be honest. You, you just have to experience her, you know? One of the things that she used to do is she would find trash that people would throw out of their apartments. It wasn't trash. Well, not trash, but, like, people, like, will throw out furniture to the streets because it's, like, cheaper than, like, paying someone to haul it away or, or no, to like, when people it. move in New York, like, it's difficult, it's a pain in the butt to move in New York, like, people just throw away furniture, or, like, they'll put it out on the side of the road, like, come get it, or, you know, whatever people don't sell, they'll, so there's, like, good in New York, there's, there's nice, you can find nice pieces of furniture, I sound like a crazy person, you can find nice furniture so, on the side of the street, for, like, Here's truly, a nice piece of shit. Truly. <laughs> so I used to go scouting in my free time, and I would troll Craigslist and look for, like, they would, they would, they would post, like, um, like when they were putting stuff out on the curb, like in what block they were putting it out on. And I would like go and I would drag, like. She would drag? I would drag pieces of furniture, like blocks. And I, uh, <laughs> blocks. And I would lug it up flights of stairs, like, cause I lived in a walk up. Um, yeah. To the roof of the, of the building. And all the the roof was like, it wasn't like a roof with like patio furniture. Like, it was a roof that was like forbidden. Like you were not allowed to go on the roof. Yeah, like she would. <laughs> like she would it was push like it was like a do, says, not, do not enter. do not like trespass. Trust, yeah. And I would go out there like day and night, like 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 I 
I lived in like I loved the out I love the outdoor spaces in these like old buildings of New York like the fire escape I used to live out on the roofs like yeah I love the and um, anyway out onto the roofs and or the roof and I would get paint and like a tarp and I would like try to refurbish these pieces of furniture and then sell them <laughs> and I thought I was gonna make money but I ended up just losing money because like I would, would buy the paint buy the like stuff to refurbish it on then like you know I would end up half the time like taking like Ubers or cabs like a couple blocks you know because I couldn't like walk pieces and a lot of it just like wouldn't sell or I would just yeah. leave out uh, and um, and I was able to do this and just like leave the pieces out there to dry and then like go back up because like I said it was forbidden to go up there so really it was like my that's hilarious my you know what that that reminds me you 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 <laughs> First of all, one of the things that's unique about you is you're not afraid to just go, like, try something. And even if it, like, is dangerous, which can be scary, but that reminds me of two things. When you moved in here, first of all, there's, like, a, an electrical closet next to my apartment that is not my closet, right? <laughs> and it's, it's for the maintenance guys and the electricians and all these things. And it's technically supposed to be locked, but Jessica started storing a bunch of, not just her stuff, but my stuff without even asking me. All of a sudden, I find out one day, I'm like looking for my stuff, like, where's my guitar case? And it's in the electrical closet that the maintenance guys use, along with a ton of other stuff of mine. And... You know, it, you know, she she made me throw away like a ton of stuff. She made me give a bunch of stuff to Goodwill, uh, and uh, you know, just I okay, but you you make me sound like um, well, you, you didn't like, make me actually uh, like a you. like a like a bossy like you are when you say I make uh, no, but the things that I made you get rid of. He's like, you're, I don't want to say, because this is mean, but, like, to say you're a hoarder, like, that's extreme and, it's like, okay. a little bit mean. But you are, like, like, um, like if there is a, a lesser version, like, word for hoarder, like... Hoarder, you, yeah. Hoarder, like, you kind of... Hoarder! You're a hoarder, like... I'm a hoarder. I'm a hold the door. All right. Like, you, like, you will not throw away anything, like half of this stuff wasn't like functional or like so anyway yes I made you get rid of a lot of things which should have already been gotten rid of yeah yeah I pushed you mm -hmm. to yeah declutter declutter yeah I think that the, the catchphrase of our relationship is what do you think God has in store for us <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Jessica, what do you think God still has in store for us? If anything, I don't know. Maybe nothing. Anyway, I used this closet to store a ton of stuff of his, and I, like, had boxes stacked almost to the roof of this, like, storage closet. And, um, I guess uh, they found <laughs> they found the stuff, and they called Mike and, like, said that they, that they had to, 
I guess they were like shocked that that uh, all this stuff was was yeah. stored in there, and you called I thought I was me at get work. Kicked out. Well, not kicked out of living here, but just like pay some sort of a penalty. They have storage units that you can rent. You know. Anyway, they made us get. They gave. They threatened that to throw away all the stuff if we didn't get it out within like a couple, certain amount of hours. But yeah. I checked the closet, and, and it was and it, it's packed. Still, it was so hard to get everything out of there. Well, it's still unlocked. They never locked it. It's still unlocked. I checked. Did you put anything in there? No, there's nothing in it. Um. I think I told this story on the podcast before, but I came home one night and Jessica, the lights were off and Jessica was standing there. She goes, you're going to be so mad at me. I'm sorry. I'm like, what? She goes, I made a mistake. I go, what did you do? (laughs) You know? And uh, she was trying to install a smart home for some reason without even talking to me about it first. a smart light, like a smart light, smart light fixture. She tried to put a smart smart light fixture no not a light fixture a light outlet yeah so she started on like she started like unscrewing parts of the electricity and just trying to like install it from some youtube instructions i opened the i opened the um the wall uh and i undid the uh what do you call them the the I was playing with the, ele- the electrical wires, like covers. basically, like, yeah. Which is literally, you can kill yourself by accident doing that. Like that's an absolute no-no. And I was not here to supervise the child playing <laughs> with the electricity. And you know, my my dad does this stuff or did for a while. You know, he was in home repairs and uh, he was in, uh, you know, um, you know, all, all, all kinds of. Electric. I used to actually. He hi- actually one of the things he hired me to do as a home. He was a home inspector, and I was his assistant at one point. I was his assistant in training, and I would go through all the outlets and test to make sure that the wires are grounded and all this thing. Yeah. So like electricity is a very. Well, that's that's. I called down to the front desk to see if they had a, a circuit like a tester or like a a pop like what do you call it like a one of those little sticks where you put in to see if there's electricity still. Yeah. Like when you turn the power off yeah. to see if there's electrical current still. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Well, they got mad at me. <laughs> They're like, I don't know what your girlfriend's doing up there, but you can't be messing with the electricity. And and the guy came and he kind of like politely scolded you and reminded you about five times that you can kill yourself doing that. And then he also gave you a compliment saying, do you feel like I'm bashing you? I'm not trying to. No. Okay, because I don't mean it in a mean way. It's, it's entertaining. It's fun. But he, he was like, dude, I, dude, kudos to you for like having the, not just the courage, but like the motivation to even try to do that. He's like, he's like my girl would never try this, you know? Well, in college, I, I feel like, first of all, these days I feel like you can teach yourself anything on YouTube or the, from the internet. Like, I don't even think that college is necessary. Well, it is necessary because, like, I mean, for me, like, I need structure. And I'm not that extreme. But, um, I, of course, I mean, I, you haven't known me. You, you've never seen me drive, but I know that you, uh, I know That's that you can, time. I know that you can imagine that I'm a terrible driver. So, I've gotten in a lot of accidents. Really? Like, 
Oh, wow. Um, I guess that doesn't surprise me. Well, like... Maybe they shouldn't let you drive. Less than 15 days after I got my license. Or, I think it may have been... Yeah, I totaled my car, brand new car. But anyway, so from the beginning. But a lot of, like, small accidents. Well, could I... But I've, I've, so I've, so I've backed into a lot of things. I've, so I've broken my uh, taillights a a ton of times. And I've also smashed my rearview mirrors a ton of times. Yeah. And that's, like, a lot of money, like, for, oh, and I've also popped several tires. So many tires. (laughs) I've popped so many. That is something that I can't. Like I can't do that. I mean, I can change tire, but I can't. But for the you can't like, what? well, for like my rear view mirrors and my tail lights, you take that into the like dealer. That's like three hundred or something dollars or whatever. So me, this is like as a college kid, like twenty something years old, nineteen, twenty something years old. I go on carparts.com and I order like for my Jeep. And, like, I didn't have that old of a Jeep. Like, it was, like, you know, it was, like, it was relatively, like, it was, a re- like, a n- newer model. Yeah. I ordered the part for, like, $23.19, $23.19 or something. Yeah. And I literally, I got an estimate from the dealership. Anyway, I don't know how I got this thought initially or how. Well, you're talking about how you're a no, I, I don't know. I don't know how, I mean, I'm saying in college, I don't know how I thought to go online someone must have like told me to but like you can get the anyway so I could get I got the part and I literally changed I I taught myself how to change my taillights and my rear view mirrors on my own and I remember being in the uh parking garage of Whole Foods uh literally popping out my the the door panel of my door and like and like doing and like putting installing like my rearview mirror like wow. in the like wow well I think that that's that is a, a a very cool thing I think there's something to be said about being self sufficient you know and there's a there's it's always actually gonna, very easy yeah yeah the learning curve well sometimes it doesn't always although turn out. we actually um when I did my taillight my 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 uh, um, you have to put, you know, when you like put on your brake, like the your brake lights come up. Yeah. Come on. Well, there's individual. The lights are individual, so like you have to put the the lights back in the sockets when you put the new like like casing on your tail light or whatever. Yeah. And I messed up the bulbs, like the order of the bulbs. Yeah. In one of them, so like my brake when I put my brake lights on, like one light would like the lights weren't work together you know <laughs> which so could, had, can create traffic hazards yeah so like that could it was be a, a huge it, fine and ticket like, so it, I, I learned you know through the process how to you know now I'm like a pro at it but now I don't have a hey it's all about trial and error right that's how you that. become hey the the master has failed more times than the critic has tried um so anyone that's being a critic to you, you know, you're 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 a you're a master at some of these things. Uh, it's funny to watch uh, the one time the one memory that I have that stands out to me of you trying to be a do-it-yourselfer, in addition to what I've already shared that cracks me up is 
when we were buying cabinets for this place. Oh, yeah. And you were, I was like, Jessica, you should read the directions first, right? Because in my head, I'm thinking, I, you know, you buy something at Ikea. If you don't read the directions, you might do all these steps and then realize you get to the end and you have to take the entire thing apart because of one fundamental early on thing. And of course, Jessica is probably the most, she is one of the most stubborn people I've ever met in my life. She's a Taurus, so, you know, that's one of the traits of Tori. Uh, and I go, Jessica, you want to take a look at the directions? I think that that'd be a smart thing to do. And she's over here like, like it was almost like me asking that question annoyed her, right? And she, I, I, I go over and she's laying on the floor and I can hear her grunting, right? I can hear her like, <laughs> you know, and she's like over here trying to like screw stuff and put it together and like awkward position. She's like, <laughs> and finally she gets to the end. And after that entire thing of her saying, let me do it. I know what I'm doing. She looks at me at the very, like one step away from being complete. She's like, I think I did it wrong. <laughs> and you had to dissemble the entire thing. And yeah. start Twice, from scratch yeah. again. And then you probably like put some whittle marks in it so it's like not as like I know. <laughs> as but it's got character now. It's got some some just some jack. I don't I don't like to read the directions. Well, you don't like to listen to me either about stuff. Even if I'm an expert at something, Jessica disregards me and my opinion. But that sounds kinda similar to my mom and my dad actually. <laughs> Um, I had a thought, but I forgot. Well, I have something that I want to talk about. Yeah. One of the things that we've had disagreements about is I like to cuddle a lot, and you won't let me, like, cuddle you or rub your belly, which sounds weird, the rubbing the belly, but I just want to, like, cuddle, you know? And, <laughs> and I hate you, cuddling. you hate it? Well, I don't hate it. I I've mean, never... He wants to do it. You want to do it all the time. All the time. Like, and it's just like, sometimes I just like want to breathe and I want space. It's like, it's like, I don't want like this heavy body, like tracking me like <laughs> all the time. Like literally all the time. I feel like a, like an animal that like can't escape. Like, he treats me like a, like a... Like a, you treat a puppy? Me, you treat me like an animal, like a hey. pet. Like, like he, like you just want my body warmth and like, like, like <laughs> it's like I can't breathe sometimes. It's like I'm squeezed to death. Oh, I'm but, sorry. I don't mean to squeeze you to no, death. No, I'm just... But, uh... I'm getting hot without this air on. Okay, well, can we, wrap this up we can wrap can this up. We're close. We're close to an hour. Um, oh, wonderful. Any last thoughts or? Oh, I'm tired. You're tired? Yeah. Did you have fun? Sure. Yeah, do you want to do this again sometime or no? Maybe. Yeah? Yeah, I guess. Hey, we'll see what God has in store for us, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, um,. Hey, this has been fun. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Michael Oldroyd Comedy Podcast. Um, I love y'all. Appreciate the support. Have a great week. And, uh, yeah. When birds fly high. I don't know. Is that a... I don't know. That was the dumbest ending ever. Um, well, 
this bird is gonna fly. This little Jekka bird. She's gonna go fly to the Hamptons and play and find some perches, fly around, and then uh, who knows? We'll see if she flies back. You know what I mean? We'll see. We'll see what happens. But this is the nest, and uh, I'll be uh, I'll be a danger field. No, I'll be I'll be doing comedy. Uh, and you guys hit me up if you want to come check out some shows. Have a great night and. Uh, yeah, tear it up. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. By the way, am I the only one who's horny?